Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, boys and ghouls, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. My name is Dolomite, and fucking up, motherfuckers, is my game. No, I, I fucked that up. You, you fucked up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Dolomite is my name, and fuck it up, motherfuckers, is my game. <laughs> I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including the likes of... I'm Brent, motherfucker. <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> Can you dig it? Uh, my name's Alicia, and I'm not going to speak in that voice. <laughs> my name is Tom, and can you dig it? I'm Sean, and I can. I can. There you go. So this is the Saturday Night Freak Show, where you can find us every Saturday night in this dank, dark basement, watching movies that are picked around Robin by one of us each week. This week, Brent chose... In honor of Black History Month, Brent chose... I think we should stop saying that. Because I'm yeah, guessing it was, was totally uh, unreal. It, it's, a, it's a coincidence that I chose this, and it just worked out. Like I've been wanting to watch Dolomite ever since Colin and I watched the trailer for it, like... Months ago, maybe even years ago. I don't know when it was, but isn't Black History Month in February? Um, <laughs> you're ruining the illusion. <laughs> oh, we were, yeah. This will come out. It is. It is. It is February. February. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, um, February the second. Today's Super Bowl. We do these shows live, Alicia. Yeah, yeah tomorrow's going to be the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the trailer for Dolomite is clearly one of the greatest trailers that has ever been made. Uh, hopefully, you'll use that audio at some point in this podcast. I think I have to. Yeah. yeah. I would say intercut it. Let's go to it now. Damn, look like my women is on time. Babe, I could show warm you up. No shit, baby. I can dig it. Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Breathing down your neck. Damn! Damn! Girl, this motherfucker's got rhythm, have <laughs> I've got an all-girl army that knows what to do. They'll box as hell and practice kung fu. I put my finger in the ground and turn the whole world around. Now you're still the best man that I know in bed. I'm waiting for Dolomite. For who? Dolomite, motherfucker. And tell him I want him out of here in 24 hours. And 23 of them are already gone. God damn, mama, this shit was a spooky joint. Yes, I'm Dolan. I'm the one that killed Monday, whooped Tuesday, and put Wednesday in the hospital. Called up Thursday to tell Friday not to bury Saturday on Sunday. I'm the one that had the elephants roosting in trees and all the ants wearing BBD. From the first to the last, I give them the blast so fast that their life is passed before their ass has even hit the grass. 
see me uptown, downtown, crowned and renowned. Delayed, relayed, mislaid, and parlayed. Hatch, match, snatch, and scratch. Whack, jack, smash, crack, boot black, blackjack, racetrack, and flapjack, and still coming back. If you crave satisfaction, this is the place to find that action. Coming to this theater as this next attraction is the picture that will put you in traction. Dolomite, starring me, Rudy Ray Moore, as Dolomite, and that bad Durville Martin as Willie Green. Dolomite, Dolomite. Wasn't that a great trailer? <laughs> I was going to say, we don't, we don't have to pause. <laughs> that was a, that you was can a, just cut that in later. That was a fantastic trailer, guys. Well. Yeah, I mean, Dolomite, uh, what can you say? You see the trailer, and uh, after you see that, like, you just, you have to see this movie. It, it just, it falls into definitely a freak show category. Uh, um, I think, I think, I think, I think you just need to see the trailer. Well, and that sums whoa, whoa, up whoa, the whoa, movie. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold, hold on there, Tex. Let's 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 bait this out a little bit. So, uh, many of you may or may not have seen a movie called Black Dynamite, which was made not too long ago, right? And it completely riffs on Dolomite. I mean, now having seen Dolomite, I'm like, oh my, you know, I mean, like that's where they got like ninety percent of their stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking from. You know, the boom mics, you know, in the frame and all <laughs> right. this. So it's got this guy named Rudy Ray Moore, uh, who was something in 1975. I mean, what was he his was, deal? He was something. He started, I know that, um, must have been in World War II, he would entertain the troops. I think he was in the war, but he would also entertain them with his, uh, those speeches that he does. You know, they're like the rhymes, comedic musical rhymes. Before rap, but it's in that the same vein of rap, and he started to get that was popular. Um, so when he got out of the army, he started cutting records or albums or whatever you want to call them, and he did stand up comedy. That was essentially what we saw in the film when he's on stage, you know, doing his rhyming and his his storytelling. It's it's a very unique style, <laughs> I'll say that. But uh, if only we had an example, Sean. Okay. Fuck no. But <laughs> some about the Titanic. It's you know it's it's something like you you rat suit eating honky motherfuckers. You know it's stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. Except he rhymed. Yeah. And then the, he, yeah he tells this drawn out rhyming story about the Titanic during the film that like you really can't follow it. Like I was trying to follow it and right. I cannot. You know like it's it's a it's a frustrating form of storytelling but the at the same time, the whole time. They, they loved it they, <laughs> yeah they got well, it. Well, I mean like it's just like they, they're like how do we know it's you Dolomite prove to us that yo Dolomite yeah he goes on to this fucking he busts into this rap for like five, five minutes, minutes and it's like oh shit that is Dolomite well, that's how they knew it was Dolomite. Well, I'm the still, only one who could do it. I'm not entirely sure I know who Dolomite is, even after seeing this movie. Because <laughs> at first we meet him, he's in prison. Yep. Yeah. And he's called into a meeting with the warden where he has to, you know, they're going to, like, turn him loose so he can go 
fill in the blank here. Uh, what I thought he was they were gonna he was gonna go clear his name. They were talking about how bad the neighborhood has gotten since he got in, and they wanted right. help with some aspect of that because they think he was framed, right? Because they want him to go get to the real. That he yeah. was framed, but I don't understand why they would think he was framed, considering he's a pimp that like has his own brothel. So why is like. It's a little classier furs. than that. Come like on, stealing furs he, is just a little too yeah. like no. Well, he yeah, didn't they got do him that. for stealing furs, and he had and possession of drugs or whatever. And pro- right. quite possibly the worst acting scene I've ever seen. Quite possibly, like, like, like this, there. like this flashback with the FBI. This flashback with the FBI bust him. It is like I'm FBI. This is my warrant. <laughs> Open the trunk. Just, yeah, I'm still not sure why that guy had an accent. <laughs> There's just some bad acting. There's nothing in the <laughs> trunk, man. Open the trunk. Don't. I ain't got shit in my trunk. Open the trunk. I <laughs> tell right. you, motherfucker, I ain't got nothing in my trunk. And these, these are you open the trunk. That's, it was just that shit ain't mine. I don't know how it got there. <laughs> you got these cops that like pull up on his house, like almost screeching tires, like quick, hide behind the trees. Hide behind the trees. <laughs> as soon as they get there, he walks out of the house like nothing right. happened. And they like, all charge him. Dolomite needs to brush up on his like on his uh, on his on, on his law or his like because it's like vision? you don't have to open the trunk. Don't open the trunk, man. <laughs> Just because they walk up and flash a badge doesn't mean you have to open the trunk. Damn. <laughs> yeah. He gave that one to him. Then he beats the shit up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, They got guns. I was like, you ain't taking me. And he and kicks the is like the most... Uh, I was trying to it's, figure it's, out a, way, a word to describe his fighting style. But it's karate like- done by the most bored human in the world, knowing that, you know, I mean, it's like, all you know, what am I not? Stage. No one ever reacts to his punches either. Right. Like, He's so good. He that punches them, moves. but their face doesn't move from yeah. straight on. Yeah. Because right. they're pulling punches, but it's just like, okay, I'm going to throw a kick here. But there's like no emotion to it. It's just like this lazy kind of, you know, non-athletic dude. Swinging. It's it's a. I think what it is is it's an actor that doesn't understand the concept of editing or putting together a film. Like he doesn't understand that you know, like just because there's nobody there, you don't just kind of oh. phone in the motions. You still actually have to fucking punch. Because <laughs> he's a well, he's a big non-athletic guy. I mean, that's probably the best he could do. Yeah, well, yeah. He was throwing like kicks though. I he mean, was like, uh, roundhouse. Nah, kicks. there's no way he was throwing the roundhouses. Dolomite's a massive motherfucker. I mean, he's, he's like he's big. like. He's in his fifties when he made the movie. He's forty-eight. 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 Okay, all right. 48. He's forty-eight. Late to the game, but he got all kinds of fame. Ah, um, there you go. Aww. There it is. Aww. Aww. Nice, Sean. Yeah, not in the best of shape. <laughs> Definitely not in the best of shape. And he's the dude that's like he's like a super pimp. Okay, so he owns a brothel. Right? Yeah. Called he, Dolomite's Total Experience. Well, that was the club that he owned. Yeah. Did he own a brothel as well? well yeah, that was where house. all the girls were. <laughs> oh, the, the, the house. house. Well, the the true. Queen Bee runs uh, that. Mama Queen Bee. Where, where the Dolomite girls are. They're just called yes. Dolomite Girls. So he, yeah, he owns a brothel own. and a club. Damn. And the guys you know, who come up to him on the street are like, we want to prove that you're Dolomite. And like he, the way he proves it to him is go, by going off in this five-minute speech so it's like yeah. so he's a performer so he's I also assume he performed I, at his club yeah. Right. yeah they all know him from the club he's something of a legend something of an attraction 
uh, in L.A. Are we assuming that this is supposed this to be L.A.? This looks yeah. like L.A. This is yeah. L.A. or Van Nuys. It's rough. There's a Ralph's. Yeah. yeah. There's a Ralph's. It's Ralph's true. grocery store. Just in the world of Dolomite, I wasn't sure how that quite fit <laughs> in. But, <laughs> it exists in its own universe. Because yeah. there's definitely, like, one room that they use as, like, the warden's office. Uh, anytime, like... You see, like, a set piece. I mean, they actually do go to a lot of locations in this. Like, I'm surprised for a lower-budget film. They're going all over the city. But, like, you can see Somebody's that they're... house of geishas. Yeah. <laughs> the geisha house they're, of beautiful women. They, they definitely yeah, had access to, like, one house or room for certain specific scenes, you know, that they had to set up. And they just, like, keep changing the wallpaper and going back to that same room. Because, yeah. like, the door is, like, in the same place and everything. If you want to be a crack house, you just rip some of the wallpaper off the wall. And That's right. right. You go. Oh, man. I, I want to touch on Queen Bee first, but we got to get to that crackhead because... Creeper. He's, he's he was a, a creeper. He was a crackhead. Uh, he was a creeper. Uh, if that guy wasn't really head. a crackhead, boy, he's a hell of an actor. He, yeah. Uh, Holy yes, shit. Out of everybody in that. He was the most he believable. Was pretty he was, believable. Which makes, me, which makes me think he was, he was on, really a crackhead. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did that way too well. And I think the reason why his eyes were always closed is because he was looking down at his lines, <laughs> reading them well. I think you know, all that stuff, he was like just stoned out of his mind. He was coming up all, with all that stuff off the top of his head. <laughs> Man, no. A lot of times we thought maybe Rudy Ray Moore himself was stoned or something. He there was like, yeah. some scenes where like, Dolomite's like... Close-ups. Dolomite is almost asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like The climax of the movie, he's having this sit-down with the big baddie, uh, Willie Green. Green. <laughs> and Dolomite is napping. <laughs> <laughs> During the scene, <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, dude, pay attention. But I mean, that speaks to his character because all the way throughout this film, he's either fucking walking out of a prison cell or he's fucking some chick. You know, he's not actually doing stuff. He shoots a couple guys in the beginning. He's a karate like uh, yeah, master, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> he's a master. I mean, <laughs> karate master. He he gets there, but a lot of the stuff that's going on, like you could pull Dolomite out of the movie. And it would still happen. <laughs> Just less girls would be pleasured by. Well, speaking of that, so like he gets out of jail, he walks out the front gates of the prison. Uh, uh, Cadillac pulls up with how many women are in there? There's like three Four. come out, yeah. and then there's another one in the car, and they're like, "Oh, no, my!" And they're changing his clothes, like right there. The guards are all like looking, like, "What the hell?" And he's like, you know, I'm wearing this prison suit, which is like an actual like three piece suit. I think they let him out. Right. With. Yeah. And he's like, I got to give me my clothes, and so he puts on this like awesome blue, suit. This blue, this <laughs> light blue. It's this like uh, it's got light, the ruffles and light everything, blue right? Suit, right? You right. Know, the hat. Did he have the a cane? Hat. Not yet. I think it's the cane later. The pants come up to his. The pants oh come my up gosh, to his. Pants. The pants come oh up to his. Oh my gosh. They come like, up to his tits. Uh, yeah. Because that shit's legit. <laughs> yes. All right, well, Sean. That's his, his tits, <laughs> oh, no. They're going to keep coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to keep coming. His tits are saggy, though, that they do come up to his tits. His man boobs. Hell, yeah. Dolomite yeah. doesn't have to work but then out. But then he, he gets in the car, and then as soon as he gets again. in the car, the girls are taking the things, popping yeah, out the titties. It's fucking Dolomite. Yeah, but... Right? Be- before we get there, we got to go back to Queen Bee because she is in the the first time we meet Queen Bee, she's in the warden's office when Do- they bring Dolomite in, and she has the Oscar-winning acting moment where you know, like she has her monologue, like she cries. I- I'm so happy to see you, Dolomite. I'm telling everybody that you're getting out. 
tomorrow. And like <laughs> the, the, the whole movie, you think that people are like trying to remember their lines because like, <laughs> yeah, there's weird pauses. But like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of weird they, pauses. What was that like, one line? That's pretty black of you, man. Or what? Yeah, was that? that's yeah. very black of you, man. That's very black of you, man. <laughs> very black. We're very just black-y. like, wow, wow. This is and that's uh, so. That's the Reverend that uh, Colin's referring to who. It's strange, like his character in this film, like it takes weird, a long dude, time yeah. to figure out what his purpose is. In the it film. takes a long time yeah. to figure out everybody. Yeah, I'm like who the fuck? No, I still. don't know. The Reverend isn't he just like the gun runner, but he masks as a Reverend to keep from so. the cops, basically, because he was talking. Alicia's like, got this figured out. He was talking like a gun runner <laughs> until the cops came in, and then he's like, "And Lord Jesus." Yeah. So right. yeah, he switches up his preach. Yeah. I think that's the whole point is that he's just a, he's then, a fake reverend. The cops yeah. are like, cut the bullshit, reverend. We yeah, know what know. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And then they find Same the guns. Same when he has really? the big chick in his bed. It's like a really True. big chick. Those panties were ginormous. They big were, chick. Yep. They did wear big panties back then. Those yeah. things were fucking massive. They were huge. There were a lot of boobs. Well, yeah, uh, we're there. Not a lot. Not a lot I mean, of booze for the freak show. We're more an Ilsa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a good amount. We're learning more and more. About but not a lot. But more, more <laughs> compared to like any movie that you would see these days. It's just kind of right. a go for broke. Like, was this like a major, I mean, not a major no. movie, but like, was it like a theater movie back yeah. in the 70s? Yeah, but like this is a drive-in kind of, you know, drive-in or grindhouse, like, you know, inner city. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Like, I think we live in the wrong era because back in the seventies, you know, like, anybody yeah. could, would give you a camera and be like, "The script looks good enough. We, Go shoot yeah. it." You know, we live in the wrong era. We can be making movies, seeing great movies, and thirty-five million doing drugs, having sex all the time. <laughs> Man, fuck! If you were doing all that stuff, you wouldn't be watching all the movies. Like, I'm, so. I'm curious about how much was real in that movie. Like, how much was? Did they actually snort something? I don't know. Uh, but I don't, I don't think know. So. Did they? I mean, I know they probably were able to smoke for real on camera. I'm sure they I were. Because so, now you can't, right? You have to do fake cigarettes. So. Yeah, I'm and sure then, most of the cast and crew were high or drunk during okay. production. Yeah, this sure. one seems kind of loose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a sex scene. The, 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 the boom mic operator probably was definitely drunk, judging by the way that the boom mic operator was. Well, no, the boom mic operator was creeper. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like we could probably go look in the credits. He's like, mm. but there was a sex scene in the middle of the movie where, like, you know, Dolomite's like, we're getting into this bitch, and then he like, you know, starts. They start making out, and then all of a sudden, it's the the camera angle doesn't change, but there's this jump cut to like all of a sudden they're all, they're done they're done. And I'm oh. like, what just happened there? Did they actually film this and then cut it out? That's, that's, like, that's Rudy, what I'm Rudy Ray Moore was like, motherfucker, like, turn the camera off. We're going right, to do this. Right, how much actually just happened and they just filmed it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Brent did all the research. And how much could that... Yeah. Um, <laughs> geez, I, you know, I really don't know. Uh, I know once Dolomite found this character, or once Rudy Ray Moore found this character of Dolomite, like the rest of his career is reprising Dolomite. Like, yeah. all the way up to, like, I think it was an episode of Martin as Dolomite. Really? Yeah. Oh, Even, that's amazing. There was, like, one other character that he played that I can't think of the name of the movie right now, but it was another, you know. I remember seeing uh, Mad TV, like, in the mid-2000s, and they had, like, these Dolomite, like, they would do, you know, a couple weeks at a time, there'd be, like, these Dolomite, uh, you know, skits. 
And I'm like, who even knows what they're doing? But I mean, yeah, it was, you know, the the kind of like, I'm fighting you, but I don't really care if I hit you or not. Kind of, you're going to fall down. And yeah, right. so this is at least something that was known. Like people yeah, knew yeah. about Dole. Well, I think because yeah. like black exploitation was like, a, it was, it's a new thing. I think, you know, like one of the big ones out of that era was Shaft. And I want to say that came out in 1973. Oh, really? And this was, was kind wondering. of. Like yeah. so, this is in '75, and this is considerably like a lot lower budget. Yeah, this, this Shaft is, is a legitimate yeah, movie. This, right. Warner Brothers. This is really low on the. On, like I mean, like, like there's is, a lot of black exploitation movies. Like, shit, we can do that. But, but what Shaft makes... is probably the most well known. Coffee is also really well, well known. And we call it say it for black exploitation. Black black exploitation. We call it that now, but. When they made them, was they were this just calling, how it was portrayed. Were, like, right, this yeah. Was just, yeah. yeah, yeah. At the time, it wasn't thought. It was. I think it was uh, like at some point later. somebody got the idea that hey, black people actually go to movies too, and like we should make movies that they will want to watch. I mean, it's all a financial thing, and so that's where you get like Shaft and all that. It still, goes, actually, it still goes on today. But there's even a James Bond movie. One of the James Bond movies with uh, Roger Moore is actually a black exploitation. Live and let Live. die. Yeah, I mean, it's very catching up. I mean, even like Enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie has you know Jim Brown in it, and it's kind of got that like crossover appeal of like martial arts and black exploitation. And like cop drama, all in rolled up in one package. And there's like martial arts in this, and it's like okay, so like (laughs) you've always got like this kind of really weird East meets West kind of you know thing going on. These I get the feeling that even though while you're watching it, you think it's all just stereotypical, but some of it was like legit, like. Well, yeah. Some of the lingo was really... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing that I got off of this. I mean, like, actually, you know, I thought this was going to be a howler. Like, you know, we were just going to be making fun of it and laughing at it the whole way through. And I wasn't laughing at it as much. I mean, it's, it's, it's not very well made, right? Right. But there is, like, an earnestness to, like, Rudy Ray Moore and the people in it. Like, I think they seriously thought that they were making... Well, and the fact that, like, we laughed a, at every time they said, can you dig it? We yeah. laughed at that, but... People really. That was a yeah, thing. That's how they talk. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was yeah. slang or whatever that was right. used in the 70s. Yeah, we're yeah, looking at it through a lens of 37 sure, years. Right. I'm pretty yeah. sure my dad talked like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, Just like nobody oh, says, wow. you know, like. Uh, he probably said, can you dig it? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you dig it? I can dig it. Can he dig probably it? didn't say that's <laughs> groovy. I'm bringing it back. This is my business. That's groovy and all that stuff. <laughs> I bet right? he did. It's the 70s. And that only with that retrospective, you know look back at these type of films the reason that they are so genuinely great in our eyes and hilarious is because they thought yeah like you say that they're making the next the next uh, godfather you know yeah. something uh, the black version but they, they thought it was going to be making political statements because yeah. i mean you know what i keep seeing referenced in this is you've always got the main black character is someone who the man, there's always the man. The man is the specter that's always somewhere. There's usually like the either not so much the cool one, but the one that they can talk to, who's like, okay, I'm gonna level with you. I got you know somebody's breathing down my neck, but I'm gonna be able to do this for you if you know I'll cut you some slack. So you the can. white man is always the devil. Woo. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and there's always like a lot of drugs. Uh, you know, the, the drug trade is something that's and going furs. on. Usually, yeah. our hero is not. Uh, like he's not, he doesn't do drugs himself. Like Dolomite also does this too, because he goes over yeah. to um, Creeper. Creeper's house. Is like, man, you're doing this heroin and you shouldn't be doing it. <clears throat> I think Superfly. Well, Superfly was a pimp, 
But they're all pimps because pimps mean, you know, you it's get the ultimate like, power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the ultimate symbol of power, I think. Because you got the women. to include women as often as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, but the but man. not all black exploitation movies where the, where the the hero was a pimp because you had no right. Yeah, yeah, no. like the coffee series, which the hero was a, a woman, which was the same version of black exploitation, but it it introduced black woman power, you know, so. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, uh, when you say it like that, yeah. it diminishes it. But those, just I mean, a little I mean, bit. I mean like the, the, I, I guess the thing is, is like the difference between like black exploitation is, um, like I mean, the difference between it and what? Well, I, I mean, like black exploitation movies, like genuinely were gave empowered black people with a sense of like community and like you know a sense of like fighting against the man. Where like you know, sex exploitation is obviously. You know, explain that one to me. <laughs> sex exploitation is degrading women. Nun exploitation is degrading nuns. Well, Nazi sex exploitation is degrading Nazis and well, women. It, well, I mean, but exploitation um, is the idea that, like, if we say, you know, that there's going to be, you know, you're going to it for those elements. There, you can put them on the poster. Yeah, you know, you can yeah. say like this movie is. You know, naughty nuns, right? What do you expect from that movie? I'm, I'm going to get naked nuns doing lewd acts all the time through right. the movie. You know, here's my five bucks or dollar fifty or whatever. And how that happens at some point? There's one film that thinks that they're earnestly making a film that's worth a value, worth a value, and then when that becomes popular, the studio will say, "Hey, that worked. Let's just let's make a shitload of yeah. yeah. Let's just go do this. That's what we do now." But that's the thing. I'm trying to remember, era. like, you know, I mean, it, Shaft, well, there's three Shaft movies. There's Shaft, Shaft goes to, was it Shaft? Yeah. The Shaft goes to Africa alone. That's the third one. It's like Shaft Strikes Back or Shaft Goes to Harlem or something like that. Is it? Um, but <laughs> the those were the, went to Harlem. Those were <laughs> yeah. the uh, the like the major studio ones. The rest of these, I mean, like we're talking about, like you know, the Coffees, the Foxy Browns, you know, the Pam Greer movies, the Cleopatra Cleop- Jones Cleopatra movies. Jones. You know, they're all um, they're still low budget. Like they're Roger Corman's putting them out, so they're not yeah. like yeah. main studio movies. You know, they're better made than Dolomite. But right. the only thing I can think like there was. Uh, uh, you know uh, the actor Mario Van Peebles. Yes, his father Melvin Van, Van Peebles I may have started uh, black exploitation movies. I got to go look back and look this up. He made a movie called Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, which was this like X-rated thing. It probably a lot like Dolomite, where the guy gets all the women and eventually like you know ends up uh, you know turning his uh, you know saying fuck you to the man kind of thing. And so it was empowering in that way. Uh, but I think that was I think that was prior to Shaft. So I think like Shaft was like a response to that, you know, because Shaft originally wasn't I don't think written with a black uh, lead in mind. No, and they just said you know let's cast Richard Roundtree, and then it became like that thing. So you know I'm not entirely sure about that. I go back. Gotta go Does, back. This is a serious question. Does Shaft have? As much boobies as other, <laughs> like not as much as I this, but yeah, yeah. So. I think no. Shaft has a scene. I'm trying to think if he's got like two women in a hot tub or something. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, the that's idea. The, you know, yeah. it's like there's Who always like man? these these black dudes, and they've got like you know three or four women at the same time, and it's you all know, about the women. money all over the place, and they, you know. Right. But at the same time, they're like on a secret mission. 
<laughs> you know, that the cops have put them on or whatever. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you look at, like, Black Dynamite, it kind of riffs on that entire Yeah, Black Dynamite genre. is, like, I mean, uh, that's, like, a remake of all those movies. Right, That's yeah. modern. But no, yeah, it still looks like a set. It's, it's weird. Yeah, because it it goes and, like, takes the aesthetic of, yeah. like, Dolomite, like, and recreates it. So, like, the boom mic, you know, is yeah. dangling down in the shot. Somebody gets hit and then falls, and, like, it's an obvious stuntman. Uh, there's the jump cuts and all that stuff. They, I they mean, like, film they grain, recreate they film that, like, you're watching. Yeah. I mean, know. how hard do you think it is to do that on purpose, to do that movie as compared to just... As let it happen to just letting yeah. it happen and have the natural process of making a movie like this versus Black Dynamite where they had to do it. It's right. got to be harder because it's in Black be. Dynamite you're doing it with the with the idea that you're going that it's a it it's the punchline of a joke. Yes, you know, so you've got joke timing and all that to to think about when you're doing it. So that's got to be harder. Yeah, and it's there's a fine line between taking it too far. Yeah, you know, like. You, you want to keep that it, that's kind of a fun yeah it's, you don't want it to become cartoonish right yeah if it goes overboard and it's too broad then it loses all of its because that's the magic bet- behind Dolomite is that you know <laughs> everyone was taking that shit seriously yeah it, yeah exactly yeah. well I'm curious about the production quality how much of that was bad at the time all of it. And I think, how yeah. Much, how much was, was out of the ordinary? There is very poor. Yeah. The 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 locate the, the the poor quality of the mics. Like the the mics dropping in and out of the. Sh- well, I mean, shot, like you, you you had you had a two shot like like I mean like okay well we'll break down that, that first scene in the in the prison well, warden's well, office where where like when they do a close up of Dolomite he's got a mic. And then close up with the warden, he's got a mic. But oh, when they yeah. go to the two shot, you can't hear any of them. But like, um, for instance, the fact that they wait, they go to one shot, someone says a line. They wait to say the next line until we go to the next shot on that person. Yeah, there are no they L cuts line, in this movie. And then they go back to the same shot, back to this guy saying one line on screen. Like, there's no overlapping of lines. There's always one person on screen talking. Nobody's reacting to that, anybody else's yeah. dialogue. It's always, you yeah. talk, cut, you yeah. talk, cut. It, it was that normal? No, that no. Necessary? I think it's very much like I, it's almost like you've got a group of people who are you know have this idea that like we can make these movies ourselves. They can write and direct, you know, because I think the guy who wrote it is the Reverend. He wrote the oh, script. Really. The guy who directed it is Willie Greens. That's oh. the director. And Dolomite, you know, Rudy Ray Moore is the star because he's like, you know, he had the comedy the albums or whatever. So he, yeah. he was the most widely known. So it's like, you know, we don't have to listen to anybody else. We can make this thing ourselves. So it's not like they know what they're doing. They're just like, we can make a movie. So they, that's why it comes off so badly. Well, it's because they, they're technically bad. In current time, I've seen recent films that make a lot of the same mistakes. And so I was curious if that's just sad for the current time because we're making them the same way we did in the 70s. It's just people or if it's that, like the same mistakes that are just being it's, made. It's the same it's, mistakes of amateur filmmakers. Okay. Yeah. They just don't know how to do it the correct way. Yeah. But like to put it in perspective, like as far as where Hollywood was, this is the same year that Jaws came out, right? Yeah. 75? Yeah. I didn't know Jaws was that. It is, but Jaws like when you watch that, that seems okay. like a yeah, that's a, like a real modern movie. traditional. That's what I couldn't figure out: was how film. much was victim of the times and how much was a victim. Of the yeah, but that's Just a good bad. question because it's like it's bad, one of those things like, it's like why have right. we heard of Dolomite then if it's like a, if it's a badly made movie, <laughs> right. right? 
Like, why have you heard of it? Well, you heard We've of it heard because... Because of, of Bounce TV. <clears throat> that man's heard about Bounce TV. I have. Well, yeah, but I mean, Dolomite's been around forever. I mean, he, at the time, he was popular, you know, because of Rudy right. Raymore's his, popularity. His character showed up on different places, so yeah. apparently he was a thing. Right, yeah. yeah, because I think that was that was the thing. You had an audience that was hungry for content, and so right. they were, it they was like anything that was coming out. Yeah, they right. just accepted the bad because yeah, they because, could get what they wanted. Right, yep. and it yep. comes to a few things like it was either it's remembered because it was either the first that did something or that it did something extremely quote unquote well or badly. I mean, it's memorable for one reason or another. Like people hadn't seen something like this before, or it did it better than other people before him did it. I mean, that's why something like this is so memorable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're going to remember, or, remember Dolomite char- because of... He rhymes. Like, I'm... Well, Dolomite is my... Yeah, Dolomite go, is no, my wait, name. Go ahead, Tom. And no. Dolomite <laughs> is my name. Is my game. The fucking up motherfuckers <laughs> is my game. You that's better why get you yourself on the, the grass, or I'm going to put these hush puppies up your motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's stuff like that is why Dolomite's a thing. I mean, that, like, the reason, like, most people don't even, like, like, I've seen Shaft. But, like, the only thing that you really remember from Shaft... I can dig it. ...is, like, the, the, the fucking music. theme song, you know? <laughs> right. And also, the people that create content, like, today are the ones who were sitting in the theaters back in the day watching this stuff. Well, and I would like to know what how people reacted in the theaters watching this. Depending on the audience. Right, but I'm sure they were. Right, yeah. but I'm sure they were. During the fight scenes, and... if they were like, yeah, get them, or if they were they're like, probably a bunch of black people just look. probably just like having a blast, man. Yeah, Because he's just talking and throwing out rhymes. Like, just like we were. We were just like, ha ha ha. I mean, maybe during that one scene where we were the dancers, we'd probably all be like, like that black lady <laughs> in the first row. But, you know. I mean, and this really is also, ironic. it's before, like, Star Wars or anything has come along and, like, you know, made movies like a big, you know. Well, this it, is still, like, you could really, go take a camera and yeah. go shoot something in somebody's house. Yeah, it's that. really ironic <clears throat> for me today because I saw Anchorman 2 today, which is set in the 70s, but, like, making fun of right. stuff back then. <laughs> yeah. So then I watched one that really was made in the 70s. How close did they get? Oh, kind of close. <laughs> Some of it was kind of sad how close it got. But. <laughs> Definitely well, in the degrading of women and the. Uh, and again, like you know, these films—they're they're, they're yeah, pretty there's cheap. A, there's a black woman in that movie too. Isn't yeah. There? Yeah. 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 And a lot of the ways that like they had her talking and, talk they re- in it they and her talk and, and they reacted. How to the her. characters reacted to her because she was a black woman in power, and then watching that it was. Very yeah. Funny. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a. It was a good experience where you just actually see like a, a now movie that was set in the. Right. From people I think trying Anchor, to remember, I think Anchorman they weren't was even alive 80s, probably though. when that was. It was more eighties, right? In the seventies, eighty was where Anchorman two set. Because Anchorman one set in the seventies and Anchorman two set in the eighties. But yeah, I mean, I think probably like you know, Dolomite would have been passed over by you know the quote unquote mainstream audience of the time, right? Wouldn't have would have steered far away from it. So it would have been missed. It's years later when these things show up on cable, you know, or something like that, that, you know, like, you know, we get to watch them. And then, like, there's an appreciation for, like, oh, there's, like, this whole, like, little industry that was making these movies back then, you know. Yeah. I mean, not right now. I mean, like, you know, Bounce TV, like, they dedicate their, you know, Fridays to kind well, of, like. And when you, you say, know. I mean, black exploitation is. Obviously, it's exploiting that audience. That you know, it's that demographic. I mean, we still do it today. 
Oh, we yeah. do it with the comic book movies. We do it with... Uh, nerd exploitation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But yeah. there's still like, you know, I mean, Tyler Perry, right. for instance, True. makes yeah. movies for Made like for a, a specific, specific audience. audience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you know? Tyler Perry movies could be considered Even, exploitation. Yeah, the, but the they're t- like, I mean, obviously they're, really? you know... Well, I mean, I know that it's like oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for uh, a specific yeah. audience. Oh, you, you, you would take any any Medea movie it, because like well, the, yeah, Medea maybe yeah. the Medeas are probably you know, the other ones aren't like, really exploitation. They're not movies. exploitation. I wouldn't call them that now. Right, because it's not they like are making made, fun of. No, not, they are no, made for specific audience. So anything starring like Morris Chestnut. Or you know, uh, uh, what Soul Plane, right? Soul Plane is like what? What best man? Best man. Best man. The Wood. You know, there's there's that whole genre that still exists today. Again, not exploitation, but it is made for a specific audience. Even yeah. Bounce's tagline is "TV Hour Away." You know, I mean, they're recognizing the fact that they're choosing a specific audience, black people. To you know, this is entertainment that they they're going to enjoy you know more so than a bunch of white people <laughs> you know i mean which is actually like that's yeah. the one thing that like you know and i make and again i'm guilty of this right where i don't actually go and see like there's like tyler perry's done a couple thrillers at least one where like Has somebody like well, some yeah. guy cheated and then she lays a fatal attraction kind of thing. And I'm He's like, that Alex might be. Cross. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, but I mean, his yeah. movies specifically. Yeah, I did loves, see Alex Cross. Oh, what was it called? But Love something. He makes these things that are like kind of thrillers, which, I mean, that's like, you know, thriller crosses the, the racial line or whatever. You know, I mean, yeah. that's like. You go to see it because it's a thriller, right? Right. I don't know. Those <clears throat> Medea movies are pretty fucking funny. Though. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I but, but Medea. But see, those are those are targeted yeah. to a specific I audience because I it's somebody who has a Medea type uh, grand or woman in the family that they can relate to. This is funny. I recognize this character from my life, right? And that's why I want to go see this movie where I don't have a Medea. So I steer clear of the movies. Well, yeah, I'm I mean, like, I don't you know, have a Medea either, but funny. they're still pretty goddamn funny. Well, I don't go in for comedies. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, like, Medea turned into the Black Ernest. But you're right. You, why you're laughing yeah. is a little bit different than why maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, why I'm laughing <laughs> yeah, is a little bit. But, but I mean, like, but, but see, the what the weird thing is, is, is what I, I mean. We're kind of diving off copy. We're going in the Medea route. That's fine. <laughs> so Tyler Perry does his Medea, in which in which he plays Medea and multiple other characters. But like, <clears throat> no, he just plays Medea. Yeah, I made He's that not, mistake. Yeah, you made the mistake. He's not, not Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. No, it's not Eddie Murphy. He but just plays like, Medea. Eddie Murphy did it, and Martin Lawrence. Martin Martin Lawrence did it, where yeah. they played like yeah. Like, I'm going to play, like, five different actors. I'm going to play the crazy black guy. I'm going to play the crazy, like, the, you know, the, the fat grandmother. Yeah. I mean, but, like, a lot of those comedians, they do. I mean, I, they probably, it's because of their, the way they were growing up and stuff like that. And they're, you know, it's funny. Yeah, it comes yeah, from the same thing. Big Mama is Medea, technically. And at some level, from the same thing. a yeah. fart joke is a fart joke. I don't care what color. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Know. It is true. Yeah, I mean that—that's why the Medea movies are funny because yeah. a, f- a fart joke is still a fart. And joke. a lot of it would be funny no matter what race. Medea yeah. Oh yeah. Was. Oh like, god. Yeah. When she tells a kid, "I'm gonna beat your ass if you don't sit down," that's funny no matter who. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. It's, it's an old lady telling a young kid, yeah. "I'm gonna beat your I'm ass." Beat your ass if yeah, you don't it, sit down. It's it's. it's 
colony. Which we all want to do. You can probably see when even though you know. We all want to look at that king. Like I'm gonna. You can see any of them. Fart jokes. Fart jokes. There's romantic comedies. You know, he cranks up, and it's just kind of funny because now, like Tyler Perry is like his own. Like he's his own brand. Yeah, he's the own brand. He does romantic comedies, thrillers, straight up, you know, slapstick comedies. You just got to put your name on the title. It's just when he tried to do the crossover thing with Alex Cross, like it's like, oh my god, this guy really can't act. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah, terrible. it was like, bad. Just stay away from it. Yeah. it was I, I don't know. I but ironically enough, though, ironically enough, when he played Alex Cross, like, because, um, uh, what's his face played Alex Cross in the other two movies? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman played uh, to a much Alex better Cross. degree. Yep. Yes. And, but but they were both still shitty movies. No, they're not. But Alex Cross, in, Alex Cross in the books is described as pretty much looking like Tyler Perry. Yeah? Really, because yeah. I imagine Morgan Freeman, but slightly younger. Have you read any of the books? Yeah. Okay. First couple. I haven't read them. There you go. Um, talking about Medea gave me a thought that even this movie would have been... Dolomite. Dolomite. <laughs> I was thinking Medea still. We've, we've gotten so far past yeah, it. Yeah, I just want to clarify what we're talking about. reference it again, yeah. Even Dolomite... I think could've, we're contractually obligated to say motherfucker after we say Dolomite. I mean, we had Colin and Tom do the line, so... We it could have still been the same degree of entertaining if it was a white movie. Like, it, slight changes here and there, but like if that was a that was white, the pimp, white pimp in the 70s, <clears throat> it would still be funny. Nobody would have paid it any attention, though. Probably not back then. Yeah, I think that's the thing like that now, kind of raises it to the... now, it would still have been just as entertaining. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, like, the situations like, and stuff. Yeah, and characters. And as we're kind of clowning on the movie, it is for those very reasons. It's not the race; it's the fact that it's poorly made, poorly acted, poor dialogue, poor. And, and the the era that it was set in, mm-hmm. like we would still laugh at their clothes. They would yeah. still all be wearing matching clothes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The big yeah. hat, the furry hat, and <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. It might. Yeah. It would still be funny to see the horrible voice dubbing for this like singing scenes and. Oh yeah! yeah. Wow, right. I forgot about that. It's horribly <laughs> inept. It's it's like so they they recorded a they, well they cut to the close up of him like doing his like what he's singing or whatever he's doing his thing, and it's obvious that's the audio track that they used. But when they do the wide shot, they like kept that audio track running, and the sync doesn't match up right. at all. Like, and it happens all. like three or four times and in the movie. It's not even like the sync is off, where he's saying the same words, and then you hear the words slightly later. Yeah. Yeah. It's like different words. Yeah. It's like, or he stops talking, and yeah. the voice keeps. He going. closes yeah. his mouth, and that there's like with the singer five too. words singer after too. the singer. Yeah, she kept singing like for 30, 10 seconds. Thirty after seconds she after, after yeah, she closed her mouth. Yeah, yeah, it's that degree. But I, I chalk that up to like inexperience in the film industry. Yeah, they just didn't know how to make a movie. I think that was it was the excitement of like you know just doing it. Right. That you know? we also have this one audio take. This is all we have. We have right. to use it. How many times it was it just a master? They never went in for close-ups there or any was, sort of coverage. There was so many times that it was obvious that they shot it once and didn't want to reshoot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could reshoot. Like, they, yeah. I, 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 I was imagine the budget on stuff that, like that. Because that's a, another one of those things that I see today. No way. In some low-budget films. And, and there's no excuse wonder, today because you're not right. developing film or anything. You're, right. So I, mean, I wasn't I mean, sure. Back, back then, the reason you didn't want to do reshoots is because it's like, I didn't this, think about that. The cost this of the film, film costs cost money. Film. That yeah, and so. these guys can't watch what they shot. They had to shoot it and go. Um, all right, yeah. look good. 
Yeah. So yeah, they we might talking, not have noticed on. that the spotlight jiggled. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Which is great to watch. You have like a light meter and have to try and intuit what this is going to look like. They didn't have a light meter. The photographer has to know kind of like if we put this light on, we'll at least be able to see this. And if we, you know, that's all it was. It's a look in the lens. All right, can we see him? And there's no video. It's a black and white lens. Well, like when that when that spotlight was bright enough. The creeper. Yeah. <laughs> at, when he was at the food truck. Yeah. And you see the spotlight. It move. jiggles a little bit. It's yeah. almost like maybe somebody tripped or like sneezed or something. Yeah. I'm so thinking I'm the curious, movie. <laughs> I'm curious to know if they. I mean, we won't ever. I'm know thinking what that may have been was like a bounce card because they were obviously shooting. It was something. It was where, like they have metal, metal well, bounce like, square. Well, yeah, but yeah. it's like somebody moved. somebody jiggles. And it. I yeah. want to know if uh, they noticed the jiggle at the time. Yeah, I'm sure they just did. Let's go. It. They or had if they just didn't know that somebody tripped at that's, the time. That's the best that's they the could best do. Take. They were like, doing the best okay, they could. One. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you see, in some ways, that's what you know. That's what attracts me to these type of movies. It's that can do, like you know, we're just we're making a movie, you know, <laughs> kind yeah. of thing to it. Where you you know, even though yeah, it's shitty, you can't like completely dismiss it as being like. Well, I mean, you can, but well, you know the fact that you know to me, there's this groundswell effort to try and you know make something that they thought was important. Yeah. And maybe at the time it was, you know, drawing uh, a spotlight on like you know uh, tensions that existed in a, in a community, you know. Right. Well, it's better to me if it was the best they could do. Like if they simply couldn't afford to reshoot, or that was the best they knew how to do. Yeah, I guarantee versus, you that's the case. Versus if it was like, let's just get this thing made. Like you know, no, I guarantee. If that they just the didn't case. want to bother with doing stuff the right way, or if it they was... all looked like they were pretty high though. While I was going. <laughs> right. Probably. So, I mean, yeah. they, you know, that's probably a pretty fun set. Yeah. Every day, everybody. That creeper was fucking wasted out of his goddamn mind. He was, but you know, you have seen that character in recent years with like, uh, in Friday, I know that character's there. It's, it's the guy with the, or no, it's ah. it's in Friday, because he's like, Smokey, what the fuck are you doing taking shit over there? Oh, Smokey, you've been eating corn, ain't you? I like the way that you consider Friday a recent movie, you old bastard. I know, yeah. That's, that's I know, true. that's yeah. true. There have been, uh, been like four sequels to that movie. Ago. Yeah, that's 20 years old. But then yeah, also... Friday is a goddamn good uh, movie, a classic. Though. What about uh, the guy the cheeseburgers and Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, which is... Uh, <laughs> also not uh, recent, but again, but not but recent. But in the same movie. era. But a good I'm going to get you, sucker, and... Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? And that's making fun of... My dad loves uh, Don't that be a movie. menace. Who does have the crackhead with the cheeseburgers? I mean, that whole right. Like like, that. Man, I suck your dick. <laughs> What'd you say to me? <laughs> what was it? Chris Rock did that in uh, "I'm Gonna Get You Sucker." He was like, "Just give me the, put it in the cup." Yeah, like, I can't afford a cup. Give me it in my hand <laughs> or whatever. And I want to believe that that all and originates it from Dolomite. I mean, that's got to be right. Like that. I think it's just character. that's a character that you see. I think in the neighborhood. I think yeah. that's it is. Yeah, because he's in like every single. But the, the guy in this movie. Creeper is this character who's like the drug addict. What does he? What does Dolomite see him for? Because he's got some information. Yeah, he wants. He wants to use him. He's like, I want you to dig out some information. Oh, right. Yeah. He knows who's moving the guns. Who got the guns? I want you to find out. Which kind of makes Dolomite like it's this really weird amalgamation of like. So he's like he's like he's got a mission like he's a secret agent or a private detective, but he's not. You know, he knows kung fu. Yeah. So you know. He's he, a pimp. 
he wants to rule Kinda. the neighborhood, but he wants to clean up the neighborhood. Well, because they and they they make reference to that too. There's like there's Dolomite apparently on one side, and on the other side there's Willie Greens. Even well, things were two, better when Dolomite was in charge. Yeah, so it is like he is the you know not the crime lord. Yeah, he wants say? to but run. But he's, he's the better version of like if shit could be one way or another, you are the better version of it. Yeah, even if it is bad, we'd prefer you to be in charge. Right. Because all the cops are crooked. And I don't really the way know, he takes really over that fucking club, man, that is just wrong, dude. <laughs> well, in this movie, you know... Uh, well, tell us about that. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, explain that. Wait, what? He, he tr- t- okay, it cl- was his club. It was his club. Willie Gaines took it over. Willie Gaines took it over. So he walks in, he walks into the club. This is brilliant. It really is. He walks into the back, fucking cuts over the carpet, there's a dude go- Going, you can't be back there, fool. What you doing? You can't be back there. Get out of here. What you doing cutting up our carpet? Stop cutting up our carpet. No, that's brilliant because Dolomite had enough foresight before he went to prison to hide money in the carpet. Oh, shit, yeah. To come back and buy his club because he knew that Willie Green was going to take it over. That's that's That's, that's emergency he, he gets, money. That's just in case. He gets the carpet yeah. from the club, the runny, throws it on the table, and says, I'm buying the club. They're like... Food. He didn't even say that. He's like, <laughs> you tell Willie Green, yeah. he's got 24 hours to get out of town, and 23 of them are already gone. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My favorite line in this movie. That, yep. that was a very, oh, damn. It's, and it, oh, it is. That, yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, and then he shit. beats their ass. Of course, yeah. It breaks out into a, a fist they aren't having it. And pretty much passes Willie Green as he leaves. Yeah, how did yeah, they yeah, miss like, each other? He goes left, and Willie Green comes in right, like two seconds. That's later. the thing. Nobody in this movie has any peripheral. Like I guess we talk no, about don't. that a lot in these, you know, kind of uh, B movies. But it's the horror movie trope of walking into the room it, and having no it's peripheral kind of like to the see details anybody else. Didn't there. matter though. Like no. I think you're, you were supposed to watch it. Like it doesn't matter that really he would have seen him. Right. It just matters that he didn't see him. It's a bigger picture. It's yeah. yeah it's the story at hand. But come on, when Cherry's down there talking like, I'm my man, Dolomite. And they're like, who's Dolomite? And he's like, I'm Dolomite, motherfucker. He's been standing there for ten minutes. <laughs> like, right behind her. <laughs> yeah. That was a great line, too, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Dolomite. All right, I'm waiting for Dolomite. Dolomite? Yeah, Dolomite, motherfuckers. Can you? Oh, what was the fucking word? Uh, I thought it was going to come back to me. Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> Should have been. All right, so somebody it. tell me about the uh, the mayor. Oh shit, the mayor. God damn. I'm pretty sure he was fucking a chick while his wife was sleeping. That's true. <laughs> in the same bed? Either I don't think in the same bed. But when it looked we, like maybe a different room. Maybe. I think so. I think when we first or close to when we first meet the mayor is when the plot thickens. Because we find out that the mayor only let Dolomite out of prison so that they could fuck him over and frame him, maybe? Or he was going yeah, back. Better recollection than I. Did the mayor let him out? That, yeah, well, it was the mayor was yeah, behind mayor. him. Yeah, really, was it the mayor. governor or the mayor? That was the mayor. Well, he said only four. The warden said only four people knew that Dolomite was, was yeah, being let out. So the governor. I don't. Uh, I don't know Queen if we're B, supposed to know that the mayor, the hidden FBI guy, yes. which will announce himself when the time is right, which is of course in the third act. Right. And the fourth person was it the mayor, Queen B. I think Alicia's no, right. No, no, there, was, there wasn't the governor. Was I, think the, was, it's, I think it was the governor. The governor knows, but I think the mayor was the one that was behind it. You know, like he's the crooked one. He's That's, behind the gun running. He's actually yeah, behind. Yeah, wasn't supposed to know that the mayor knew that he was getting out. Yeah, that's what he's deeper than I thought. Wow. 
This story is uh-huh. like a com- complex <laughs> web. Deeper or not clear. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was not clear. Yeah. All right, so we meet the mayor at like a fundraiser or something. They're holding like what we uh, we discovered like was a called fundraiser. a happening in the 70s when uh, you'd have like all your friends over and play some funky music. What's the fun happening? White boy Wah, live in the living room to your other five friends as they watch. And uh, the mayor's there. Yes. And then the next time I think we see the mayor, he is screwing the woman while... His wife is in the other room. Right. And then... But we didn't know his wife was in the other room. Yeah, well, he years, answers the phone, and the mayor answers yes, the phone, and he looks... He, is, like, is, he, is he in pain? Is he getting... Seriously, fucked? I couldn't tell. Like, well, what's going on face, there? I could not tell. He, he's hanging his backwards off the bed. He was, but I think he likes pain. But then he Possibly. walks yeah. buck naked to the bathroom, and he's kind of just... Teasing the side of the frame with his dong. Yeah. Like, maybe was, I'll show you. I was, yeah, I was not sure. Towel up, but his towel's kind of like not quite. I wasn't sure if we were going to see Dick or not. <laughs> right. Not quite. Because the director was like, I want you to tease it, but keep it back because nobody wants to see that shit. that's the one time where like, <laughs> right. things actually worked in the movie. Like He actually was able to succeed at... Yeah, but keeping he, himself covered, but being very close to uncovered the someone, whole time. Someone must have gotten his ear because he had to make sure that he had to go down there and kind of fix well, it. He probably bit. knows what the sight line is like. Oh, oh. But it was just <laughs> that scene was. Correct me if I'm wrong. He has in this one unbroken camera shot. It is he one has on shot. Three. Three, Convers- phone, three phone, phone conversations. Yep. He's on the phone with somebody like, <laughs> okay, they're coming and get ready. Fine, and he hangs light. up and he. Pokes his head back out. <laughs> and then, then, no, the second call is like, oh, you found Dolomite. All right, thank you. And then he co- hangs up, calls back in. Dolomite's at the hospital, room 2218. <laughs> Take him out. Keep my name clean. The whole time, this kind of swaying inside it the is, door. Yeah, you just, can't uh, see him then back out. Uh, yeah. It's almost like it's a it's scene. Is the towel going to... The, the, yeah, his whole uh, mannerisms. Sh- like It's shot and framed up like it should be like this hot chick. Doing the scene, but it's this. Oh, that would have been so much better. Bald, fat water buffalo of a man <laughs> doing the scene, and like you don't really want to see that. It's crazy, but it's had also that towel slipped, it would have been the Lords of Salem of. Uh, it would have been. Yeah, like instead of male, sitting there going, nudity. "Oh, is it going to drop? Is it going to drop?" Oh, it's, nope. Okay, here's don't drop. Okay. Don't drop. It was, oh God, please don't let that towel drop. Yeah, and, and, and it's hilarious. The chick he was doing walks in. She's got a gun on him. She's got a gun. She's like, damn. And that's when he goes, "My wife's sleeping." And, and we're like, like what? Are you what? Your wife's sleeping. And then his wife shows up. <laughs> and she tackles the girl with the gun. And you only see her in the back. He, she didn't seem surprised that there was a naked chick holding a gun on her. I'm sure she was okay uh, with it. She was okay with it. I'm sure, with sure, it. I'm sure like, the mayor sleeps with shit. <laughs> yeah. But she comes in, and then she, like... The, the choreography of them fighting and the wife getting in the shower is so bad. <laughs> That they fight for a little bit, and the wife just kind of pushes herself into the shower. Yeah, and then she gets shot. And, and she then, stands there for like five minutes. Right, she after falls down the five minutes. Later. Action continues. She's like, "Oh, I, I suppose I should I drop." Should die. And they should have saved one squib for that scene because that'd been awesome to see, just like the blood. blood yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd have been. Nice. And then he strangles the shit out of the the mayor. I, I think that's the last time we see him. I think yeah. he strangles no, no, no. the. No, he's later in the chase. Oh yeah, he runs off. He runs off later. There's in the a car, car chase. Oh. There is no car chase. He just his fat ass just runs out the door and runs off. Then he gets in, and the, he gets car. in the car and there's a car chase. There is no car chase. Remember what with the music? Watch? And he gets shot on the That's plane. That's okay, Tom. I don't remember this. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. he gets shot on the plane. Where the hell were you guys? 
guys. There's a whole car chase <laughs> yeah. here. Because they oh, yeah, tear the plane. Oh, that oh, long funny. car chase. You remember that one? Through the entire city. Yes. He tries yeah. to get in his plane at the oh, end. And the shit. FBI guy shoots him? What the oh, hell are you guys? Oh, my God. Because at that oh, point, Dolomite like ceases to be the main star of his right. own Dolomite's movie. in the hospital, so he's uh, he's kind of And this track. other FBI guy, well, the, 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 there's another cop. There's, what, two white cops? We've, we've passed like, the point where there's the, the club fight and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God! No, we'll come back to that. Because there's two white cops who are yeah. fucking with Dolomite the whole way through the movie, right. and one black cop who's like, "Wait, where, where's Dolomite?" This is the black cl- the black cop who goes into the prison, and there's a guy in the prison who built a fucking like tower of dominoes. The black cop just knocks it over. What a dick! Anyway, he's the one who tracks the fucking mayor down, and all of a sudden it's like this guy, this cop versus the mayor. And you're like, where's Dolomite and all this? And who is this guy? And what the fuck is... What's his story? And he chases the mayor down. Mayor's like, pulls up in a residential neighborhood that has planes in the garages. And they just kind of pull it out. It really he's is like, not a neighborhood. It. And the it's guy's like, pow, pow. Pow. It's a pow, pow. And the guy's like, the mayor's taking shots. And then he's like, no, I'm going to keep going. And pow. Okay, I'm going to give up and just drop dead. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we were like, refresh my memory on that whole scene. Thank you, guys. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I had forgotten about it, too. Car chase in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was but, just uh, pissed because I want to see Dolomite in the air. The fucking club <laughs> scene, though, man, the, this fight is oh, is pretty good scene. because they actually, you know, there, there's some there's some decent kung Wait, fu. Wait, do we need to say anything about the choreography of the dance, the club scene before the no, fight? Or no, we, okay. we, I don't know. Because it's the weirdest fight. We go to, yeah, the, yeah, go to the total boring. experience. It's boring. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we got we to gotta actually kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. get the impression, though, that the choreography uh, was like they did it a couple times and just kept looping it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Like, so this is the climactic yeah, let's, let's showdown. Talk, let's talk about his um, his death. There's a club performance. Hey. Who's dead? There's a club performance the, by Dolomite. It's like his first night back at the club, and it's a big celebration. But who also comes in to watch the show? <gasps> Willie Green. Willie Green. Biggest kind of Willie problem. Green, Willie Green <laughs> dies in... Oh, they just, just jump to just the end. Skips yeah. to the end. Jesus. There's a fight scene that's amazing that takes place in the dark where I couldn't see anybody fighting. I'm like, is this fucking Dolomite and uh, like Willie Green? I can't even tell because it was in the dark. And they're fighting, and at the end of it, I believe that uh, Dolomite reaches into Willie Green's stomach and yanks out, and we don't see it. It cuts away. It does. It, it's a yeah. horrible. It's like it rips his guts, it rips his guts out. out. Man. Yeah, but we don't rips actually see it. He gets shot in the process. We see is we see the shot of him laying on the ground. Dolomite gets, gets shot in the heart. I don't know. Not in the heart. He gets shot in the shoulder. <laughs> I think he gets shot in the heart. You're right. He got shot in the heart. And he he just lives. He's a, such a bad um, motherfucker. Sean, they show him reaching into a guy's chest and pulling out his organs. I'm pretty sure that they could. Let he him did get not shot get shot in the heart. heart. He did. Yeah, he was because the they, well, hey, 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 that doesn't mean the guy's dead. Because when the FBI, the cop slash FBI hidden FBI agent comes in, he's like, "Dolomite, you okay? Yeah." He takes his gun out. There's a, the guy with his guts hanging out <laughs> on the floor. Takes his gun out. <laughs> just, shoots just him twice. Sure. Just to make sure. But yep. isn't that what you always hope they would do? Like, right. shoot him just Secretly, to make sure. Secretly, yes, it See, is. Yes, it is. You want all the cops in the movie to be like, shoot just him to make shoot sure him he's just dead. Just in case. <laughs> See, but you can also take that as that uh, that cop wanted to make sure that 
his death was on his hands. You know, like when the cops came to investigate. He did. It, he or, even said, "Like this one, I'll, I'll yeah, take this one. I'll, I'll take this one for you, Dolomite." And then, yeah, so Dolomite's heading to the. By the way, Dolomite like kills some motherfuckers earlier in this movie and gets out of jail pretty easily. Like I'm pretty sure if you're in jail for murder, like when Creeper got killed. And then he killed all the guys in the crack house and whatever. Well, he didn't and he know. went to jail. He's like, was- like, oh man, well, fuck. The lady will come and bail him out. He'll be fine. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't let him go. Yeah, because he was 70s in for murder. And the cops were corrupt. I mean, well, because every cop is like, that's it, Dolomite. You move, and I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot him dead. Like they do that at least twice. Where it's like, that's it. They well, do. I mean, oh, remember, yeah, remember the move, shoot them dead. These are the same cops but that kept remember. planting drugs on everyone. Mm. So <laughs> they did. Remember, shoot to kill Dolomite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want Dolomite. Remember, we want Dolomite. <laughs> I'm going to remind you forgot. so the audience understands. <laughs> we want yeah. to kill him. The yeah. exact opposite of every other time that line has been uttered. Right. <laughs> remember, we want to keep him alive. <laughs> Instead in Dolomite, it's remember we want to keep him dead. <laughs> um, uh, that's a good point, though, Tom, because at, at, that's early on in the film when we f- kind of find out that Dolomite's women are also like these karate or fighting experts. Trained at the Chuck Norris karate school. Oh, was, yeah. But that was brilliant because it's like, wow, you've been gone, Dolomite. I've had you. Yeah, <laughs> All the girls have been trained at karate. <laughs> like, what, one of the Johns got rough with one of them, and we kicked his we ass. We beat his ass. Yeah. Another scene, another great cut. Yeah. Ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A cut scene to probably another yeah. one of the worst acting. Yo, but two dollars. We do get the sense, the impression that one of the chicks uh, cuts a guy's balls off. Yes. Yeah. Damn. It's Nowhere brutal. near as impressive as the ball cutting we off in help. Ilsa, though. It's true. Yeah. Impressive is the wrong word. Impression, impressionistic. I want to say, and Mark, I'm scarred. There's not a lot of blood in this movie. Like they wasted, like they had like three squibs and they wasted them all on that first guy. I think because like Dolomite, the the one like I've always wanted to see a honky dance. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he gets shot five times and then like dances for a little bit. Yeah. Even though uh, squibs are exploding on his chest. Yeah. Yeah, and they're they're out. That was it. Hmm. They blew their load. So, so uh, help me out at the end of this movie. After, after Dolomite's evil, in the hospital. Really, he's okay. He's in the hospital. And what's but his then name? But the bad cops come. Like what? the the good. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. hold on. Because there's a contract. There's a, no, there's, on a, him. there's a contract on him, and there's a group of guys that come to collect on the contract. Who are just kind of like the random. Cops. No, no, no. Before that, the random like three assassin dudes who come in. They're like, I'm looking for a friend oh, of mine. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Name Dolomite. Heard he was in room 228, 2218. <laughs> me and my associates And here. the nurse is yeah. like, well, he's here, but I'm sure you misheard it. The room is 2210. Dun, dun, dun. And then they touch her cheek really creepy, <laughs> and she's her. just like... Thank you, hon. And she, But she takes it like, oh, thanks. Don't do Tom, it, Tom. if you touch my cheek like that. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to touch yours a little bit harder. It was the 70s, though. I mean, like, that sort of thing. But then like, they go in, guns blazing, and the, uh, the FBI guy is still there. And yeah. he takes him out. They all take him out. There's a little fighting. There's a little yeah, shooting. And then the bad cops show up. And then the bad cop, like the FBI guy, walks off into like the uh, off screen, off to the bathroom. <laughs> and yeah. the bad cops show up and like, hold up, Dolomite, you're under arrest again. And the FBI guy, it's like, like the third time, it is. And the FBI That's guy, their vendetta. Like, they want to get Dolomite back in jail. I love everybody's ability to like. Everybody gets a chance, and it's like the FBI guy walks out. And then puts his gun up and is like, drop it! Yes, in every fight scene, they all, like, wait for one guy to finish getting his ass kicked before they, like, right. move in. Everybody yeah. gets a chance to do something, like, yeah. 
And then other cops, do the other cops come in? Then the bad cops come yeah, in. After, bad cops come in. After the hitmen are dead. The FBI guy hold them up, and then the security cops come in and arrest them. Yep. It's like, I'm taking you down, too. I know yep. you're corrupt. Finally, about ten minutes after, shots are fired in the hospital. Right. And then takes the bad cops away, and they're gone. And then it's... Well, then at the end of the movie, isn't it? Blakely is the FBI guy's name. He's revealed to be the FBI guy. He's revealed FBI to be the FBI guy. guy. And then Which it goes we didn't from, see coming. Goes, <laughs> I think it goes from the hospital to... It's, Blake, it, coming it's, out of the... it's Blakely and Dolomite standing outside of a shop going... And Blakely's going, well, Dolomite, what are you going to do now? And then that's it. Credits. And then credits. Well, no, because he... Was that their he, way he, of saying no, Wait, he actually explained what he was going to do now in the uh, the rap kind of thing that happened over the credits. But we weren't listening to it, but it was like, right. and I went and did this something in number seven. Was yeah. that their way of setting up for a sequel? He said at the end, I will be back. Okay. Yeah, and he was back, back in the human tornado. But you can guarantee we'll be on in the future. All right, so sure. how many Dolomite movies were there, yeah. Brent? Uh, there were three Dolomite movies. Really? So that's what I thought. He, but the new one was like, or the newest one was newest. a lot more recent. When you say newest. Or am I wrong? The, I'm not sure what year it was. I know the sec- the Human Tornado was like directly like the 76. next year. Yeah, he did the Human Tornado. So, And then the return of Dolomite may have been a little bit. Later, uh, like maybe a few years past. It was always the same actor that replayed Dolomite yep. over time. Okay. Yeah, it's always Ray, Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy Ray Moore, and like like I said, you know, like he would get these bit parts on stuff. As at this point, you know, like in the nineties and the aughts, he was this. Uh, I guess parts on like legendary controller. status. Yeah, yeah. And by that point, you know, like just the cult. Status of this film. If he's on like Stanford and Son. Well, he said like early on, uh, his stand-up routines and his comedy albums were popular because of Red Fox. You know, like that whole. He was part of that whole like. Yeah, his 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 rhymes seem a lot 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 like Red Foxes. Right. Is he a black Chuck Norris? No, 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 he's not. Uh, He's he's a comedian. He's He's not. not He's not a kung fu dude at all. I mean at. At, at all, which is evidence that's just in incorporated this movie. For these yeah. movies, I mean, yes. it would be like if I made a movie and I was a kung fu dude. <laughs> oh my god, I want to see that movie. Me being a kung fu dude. We need to make that movie. Tomalite, like no stunt double, just me. Tomalite. It's a cut, but it's like three guys carrying Tom to do the kick. It's his leg, but yeah, it says a sequel. The Human Tornado was released in 1976. That's a year later. A second sequel, The Return of Dolomite, Uh-oh. was released in 2002. What? And was later renamed oh, yeah. The Dolomite Explosion for DVD release. Oh. Yeah, because ah. 2002, By that point, they were making fun of it, right? Yeah. Well, that would have been yeah. after the Quentin Tarantino explosion of, you know, because Tarantino basically cast this light back on all these movies from the 70s. I think there was a new Superfly movie. The Shaft was remade. I mean, like, you know, and then it says a quasi-sequel, Shaolin Dolomite, starring Rudy Ray Ray Moore as Monk Rudy, was released in 1999. Wow. So, wow. I was throwing that out there. So, (laughs) in the return, that was 2000 what? 2002. 
So at that point, because he died in 2008 at 80, age 81, so... He's a fucking old man. He got to play old man like monk. Yeah. Wow. He's an old man monk. Rap so that's folks. Dolomite. I Dolomite. That's, that's Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah. So now we should probably move on to uh, the wrap-up segment wrap of our I show. Suppose. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Sorry, unless Dolomite. anybody has any other... Uh, I think that's all that can be uh, said. Highlights, that's all that can be said. insights, that's or it. Alicia. Well, I learned a lot. <laughs> um... And not about time and... No. Now the trick is unlearning it. Yes. Yeah. I learned a lot about 70s film in general. About blacks... I can't say it. Blacksploitation. Blacksploitation. Oh, there's more where that came from. There you go. <laughs> um, you should stick around for non-sploitation. I noticed a lot of... I'm not sure I should. I've noticed a lot of timeless amateur mistakes in film. Apparently it is the same no matter when it was made. Um, it was entertaining. I'm not sure in which in which way it could have been entertaining because it was bad. The story at some points the stories the storyline was entertaining. And uh, there was a lot of boobies. Well, Again, I'm not low on usually them. here on Saturdays, so apparently there's usually more boobies. Well, we've <laughs> seen Elsa, so we've seen we have seen more boobies. <laughs> we have seen less boobies. It's we weird how that works. Like when, because like Welcome to My World, fellas, where I've seen like all these movies, and then it's like you know you see somebody's like, man, there was a lot of boobs in that movie. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I've <laughs> like, seen movies, but there are the boobies that I have seen apparently. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's kind of there. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't call. I I don't like using the phrase "good movie" or "bad movie," um, because obviously it was shoddy workmanship. But definitely interesting to see what made it a film of its time. That's all I got. Should, would you recommend it to other people? Oh yeah. <laughs> as long as you watch, go into it knowing that you're watching. First of all, a movie that you're from watching the 70s. Dolomite. You're watching a yeah. movie from the seventies. It's available free uh, on YouTube. That it was, <laughs> that it was very low budget, even for the time, and that if you want to, if you want to, like you know, be in the story, you're going to have to ignore a lot. Tom. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, this is, well, yeah, this is, this is, I mean, it's definitely a bad movie. It's kind of a boring movie in a lot of ways. I mean, like, I mean, as far as, like, what actually happens in this movie, like, on a grand scale of things. I did fall asleep. Um, you know, I mean, there's some, there's some long scenes. Yeah, there's some good, I mean, there's no good fight scenes, so. <laughs> fight um, there was one guy that I'm pretty sure had actual. Yeah, there's like one training. dude. The cook may, may have yeah. all the cook fight scenes. Oh, yeah. Somebody in the kitchen. Yeah. There's some good. Lo- I mean, I guess, I guess when you come to this movie, you're, you're coming to it for you know, black exploitation or whatever. You're coming to see Dolomite say his lines, and I think those lines are available in the trailer. Yep. I mean, I, I think you like just watch the trailing. You're good. You don't need to waste an hour and a half of your life watching this movie. You can just watch the trailing. But a lot of times, I mean, 
exploitation the those exploitation films the trailer is better than the film right yeah I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah right that's the they gotta the pull trailer. the best moments out of a movie like this and yeah, they, and they, they really did. do i think they got the best moments they really in the do. trailer yeah, i mean the, the best movie i mean it's available free on youtube i mean we watch it on youtube so um you know, if you want to check it out there, I just recommend watching the trailer. The trailer's worth watching. You'd be like, ha! But, uh, no, nah, I mean, avoid this movie at all costs. I mean, Whoa! At all costs. Oh, oh, I haven't yet mentioned the fact that tonight I asked Sean what the movie was that we were watching. He told me the title, but would not tell me what it was about in fear that I wouldn't come. Yes. For fear that she'd be like, no. Um, oh, you don't want to judge a book by its cover. Right. I mean, I, mean, I just, you know, I mean... Well, I it, came, that means I came into this totally unprepared. You did. If That's you, the best way to approach most If you movies. want to see, like, I mean, you know, there's better black exploitation movies out there, I guess. Watch Shats or something like that. But, I mean, I, I would I, I would say avoid it because it, it's, it's boring and poorly done. And that's, that's, that's it. If you're in this day and age, if you're coming in to watch Dolomite, I think you know what you're getting into at this point. You know what you're going to watch. You know what you're coming to it for. Um, and in that case, I mean, it's it is an entertaining movie. It is badly made. It is. There are some parts that are boring. There's that dance scene that they could have just you know cut down really short. There's he he really does stand there for five minutes and recite that poem. To, to prove he's Dolomite. It's just like, all right. At some point during that, they're like, he's like, are, are you happy now? Fellas? Right. And no, right then, and they're, they're not. Like, no, 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 keep going. Like, oh, no. So it goes on for another two minutes. But uh, it's still an entertaining movie for what it is. Um, it's If you've seen movies like uh, Black Dynamite, it's, it's nice to go back and see, like, the origins of that. You know, you can see what they're making fun of. Um, is Black Dynamite even funny if you don't know what the you know like if you don't know what's yeah, making yeah. fun I, of? I I I've I've I saw Black Dynamite and I've never seen like Dolomite or I think I've I'll, seen Shaft. I'll bet it is. I've seen Shaft, but that's the only black exploitation movie that I've ever seen. Didn't you? Did we I, watch like one of the we no we watched Greer. no no. But I watched coffee? Black Dynamite yeah. and I thought that Pam was, was funny. Yeah. You know, I mean. They discuss that in Reservoir Dogs, don't they? So, yeah. They discuss yeah, something. Yeah. Well, she was an icon. I mean... Right, yeah. You know, Shaft was an icon, but Pam Greer was... Pam Greer was a legitimate... Well, that'll be Yeah, but she was a legitimate, like, star of the... You know, maybe one of the only stars who had that kind of career, but she was in a bunch of... Right. Uh, you know, movies. Stars of black exploitation movies specifically. This is true. Sorry, I um, to... Oh, no, that's fine. Uh, but uh, I found it uh, very entertaining. I, unlike Tom, I would not avoid it at all costs. I think, uh, again, it is available on YouTube. I'd say I'd say give it a watch. Um, you know, it's a fun experience to watch this movie. It's, it's poorly made. A lot of the great moments, yes, yeah, you can see just in the trailer. But, uh, you know, if that interests you, I, I would watch the movie. I got. Uh, I, I would watch the. I would watch the second one. Uh, I, I've watched the rest of them actually, just to see how this character keeps yeah, going. Even Tornado looks like it could be. It's like, definitely one that's better 
watched drunk with your friends. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that's Amen. that's a key that's Still a key that list. that's a key thing in any of our reviews <laughs> at the freak show. It's just like that is a genre. You have, like, it is. You have to decide whether it's one a good movie to watch or a good movie to watch with friends while drunk. Uh, this I don't might believe Tom that he would avoid it at all costs. I don't think so. Either. He would watch it drunk with his friends. I think, and I think you should. Um, Definitely do that. It's very entertaining. Um, yeah, I, I would. Uh, I'd give it a recommend. All right. Listen, my first time through with Dolomite. I mean, I've been circling this thing for years. So thank you, Brett, for finally bringing this one up. You're welcome. Um, yeah, uh, I I still think you know. I mean, when you go back and you have like the ironic trailer appreciation department, uh, <laughs> Dolomite has one of the greatest trailers of all time. It looks like it promises non-stop hilarity not intentional right unintentional yeah. hilarity from beginning to end uh and so because of that i guess i was let down by what i got out of the movie it wasn't as funny because it actually was like i said i think it had an earnestness to it where like you know they thought they were being serious and poignant in some places where i was like okay this isn't really funny you know it's like i see what you're doing but it's just boring. It's badly done. I mean, it's a badly created movie. Uh, <clears throat> the what it does have is, you know, it's got the force of personality that is Rudy Ray Moore. He is the human tornado. You know, I mean, he's a force of nature. Uh, for that, I don't know if I would recommend it though. But just because I, I think we need to maybe see the human tornado because just based on the trailer for the human tornado, it looks like. There's, you know, that would be the one to see if you want to see a it Dolomite really does. movie. It's like, you know, I don't know yet. Dolomite times two. Like, there <laughs> yeah. looks like there's so much more crazy shit going on yeah. in that movie. Yeah. So I guess I, but I, I, I know for the the sake of this podcast, having not seen that, I can't, you know, like wait until I've seen both of them to recommend yeah. one. I would think, you know, right now, I think, uh, you know, I think you're better served by if you're looking for like something that, you know. Uh, you know, gives like an insight into the the time period, or like you know the psyche of you know the nation or whatever. I think there are better things you know out there from this period of time. I, it was interesting to me. I mean, I appreciated it, but but is know, this a like, movie that you're supposed to go into? I mean, again, we're looking at this through a 37 years later yeah, lens. Yeah, well, is, it, is it a movie that you're supposed to go looking for the psyche of the nation? Well, that's but, but that's what comes out of it. You know, it's like because it, it is. I mean, that's the only way I can appreciate these things is like by looking at them. Like if you know, if if I was you know my age in 1975 watching this movie, you know. Because if you look at it like too late, then it's like, oh, it's just boring. Everything's just yeah. fucking boring. Pretty much any movie from the seventies that we would watch right now, we would have a lot of. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there's a, history, there's a historical of, context we look through any of these old movies. Right. Yeah, you got to watch it. Like if this is brand new and I was watching it, you know, it's like, does it succeed or fail based on? Well, see again, maybe I'm I'm off again on that because what I'm saying. My bar was set at the trailer, which I looked at with like a kind of like, ha, 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 that looks like that's going to be fucking hilarious in like a horrible kind of way. Like it looks so bad that it's going to be good. You want to watch movie. it and it's like, it's bad, but it's not like so bad that it's good. It's just like, it's bad. And then it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it falls more on the side of bad than it does you know, so bad it's good. And, but I still think, you know, Rudy Ray Moore 
is an interesting cat, you know? And yeah. uh, I guess that's why I would kind of like to see what, like, he... I mean, I am curious, like, you know, what the fuck did he do in 2002? Right. Coming see that. To do Dolomite, you know? And obviously, there's something to the character. I think that's undeniable, but... Uh, I think, you know, you got to stop at, you know, probably like your shafts and coffees and who else do you have? Probably that's it. There's like shaft, coffee, superfly, dolomite, and maybe like slaughter. Nobody remembers slaughter. That was Jim Brown, slaughtered in like two movies. Uh, and fucking all those movies with um, Fred Williamson. Yeah, Hammer. I was going to say, he did a lot. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, dolomite still, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. I probably you, can. I, you, you can. Watch you can watch it. You can watch it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd recommend you it. You have the ability to yeah. watch it. Very After sad. that, it's up to you. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, Dolomite. Wow. Now that, I mean, we sit here, we're going around the room, wrapping up on this movie, and now it seems kind of fucked up that a bunch of white people critiquing this clearly black exploitation made for a black audience movie. Oh, wait, if I can say one thing real quick, uh, in in the 2000s like at uh, conventions, Pam Greer and, you know, uh, Fred Williamson and like Rudy Ray Moore, I don't know if he was there, but you know, like all these people go to these conventions and the people who were coming up to them are like 30-year-old white guys. Oh, sure. You know, saying like, I loved you in this. And they're like, well, we made this movie as like, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I'll give you one name, Quentin Tarantino. You know, I mean, that's why. Who 30-year-old white guys go see his movies. But they made that movie in the 70s to bring power to the black people. Yeah, And the white people who are 30-year-olds watching it, they're watching it as black kitsch. As, yeah. as serious, they're watching it as like this made serious, kinda, ironically. So it's like, yeah. so it's yeah. like you're basically doing a disservice to. Right, exactly. And Tom brought that up while watching it, and I made the comment that it's you know we're just enjoying the meat. The cow's already been killed. You know, it's it's <laughs> that it's that sort of thing now. And as as a group, we're. It, it, it is just 100% pure entertainment. We're not, we're not watching That it. was pure entertainment? That movie? Was, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean. Well, the political, all the political stuff has been lost. It's all gone. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else there. The only reason we're watching it is because Dolomite's going to fucking fuck up some bad motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's why you're watching it. But, like... I agree at the time and why, you know, we can watch it and find it boring or find it, you know, not quite be able to relate to it is because most of the people in this room weren't even born in 75, let alone, you know, at an age where you could enjoy. I think nobody was at an age where you could like <laughs> comprehend a film like this. No, oh, Colin at two. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually 54 years old for the not audience members. So I remember now, uh, <laughs> but, and then also it, to me, it's hilarious. I remember, I, I think it was like a family guy or an American dad, something that they were pointing out the fact that like in Spike Lee movies, white people are like basically cavemen, right? Like they're no sort of character development or arc or any sort of like, like dimension to them. They're just these flat white guys. And, and Dolomite, it's funny watching it. Cause all the white cops are these crooked, you know, horrible 
fucking cops and Dolomite. Really, I, I think the only person in this movie that I'm trying to think now. Warden. The warden is... But, the guy lets him go. Seems sympathetic to his cause. But warden, the warden is funny because like, I couldn't even focus on what he was saying because he was such a terrible actor. Like, There's a specific moment. Because he was always talking jive, but in that white guy voice. Yeah. The white guy jive. Spill it for him, Queen Bee. Like that, like that. Like, it was weird. <laughs> maybe the, those first two cops at the car when they do the flashback were worse acting. But that's it's all lumped in the beginning of this film. And the the warden is about to deliver his line. Like, he's like, and then we're, and then <laughs> the Dolomite cuts him off because it's actually his line. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. <laughs> Dolomite says his line, and then the warden says the exact same thing that he was starting to say. It's like a play where they and just they, did it once. They yeah. Just, they just shot it once through, and whatever happened, happened. Mm-hmm. And it's all there, you know. So these guys could see me as in the back of the house watching this movie, but uh, like my, I, I don't think the smile ever left my face, and it's, <laughs> I, I, and it, it, I kind of feel bad because I appreciate it on the the irony of it and the you know making fun of the bad filmmaking. Not, and it's not at all. It doesn't have anything to do with race, you know. Like Alicia said. If it was a white person movie and it was this bad, I would... And there are. There's tons of them. I would laugh and make fun of it just the same. One thing I that stood out was, I think this film could have gotten 50% better had they fired their editor and got just, you know, something that had a little bit more knowledge. Because, like, there's pacing in this movie and it's all wrong. Like, any time they have this moment to, like, have a big scene... It's just all wrong. The only thing they have going for them is like maybe some some close ups on Dolomite when he's like, I'm Dolomite, motherfucker. <laughs> That's it. Other than that, it's just poorly, poorly edited. And I think you can the acting's pretty rough too, but I think you can get away with the shooting. It doesn't look terrible for the time. Um you can get away with the story if it's told a little bit quicker and a little bit, you know, more succinct. You're you, stretching. What the hell is that movie about? It's about Dolomite yeah. uh, getting out to clean up the streets, it's right? Clear and find out where the guns are and Everything clear was better name. when he was on the streets, so they sent him back out there to find out who fucked it up. Exactly. Maybe he's like it's, it's his no, it's his but, fault that he like fucking doesn't go and do his job. He's just like I want to fucking get laid and do some shit and like oh shit, I'm supposed to find out who framed me. Uh, but at That's the same time, you got this mayor running around double crossing him, not even double crossing him, just you know, he's scheming in his own way. You've got this reverend who's scheming. Like okay, yeah, it's not guns. It's not the fucking Great Gatsby, <laughs> but it's it's passable. I will say that it's enough to where I will keep watching is, but the only reason again, why I'm watching it now is because I'm hoping for that screw up. I'm hoping for that boom mic to come down yeah, so yeah. I can laugh at it and, and goof on it. And you have to go, don't you? <laughs> I don't want Alicia to be late. So I'm going to, yeah. If, if you're staying for me, you don't have to. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, be careful. Yeah, it's. I think that you you have to watch it at least once just to get ready to prepare yourself for a human tornado. But I agree. I think that the human tornado is going to be a much better film. But it's also going to be uh, well, it's going to be everything that you wanted from the trailer of Dolomite. 
it's it looks like it's going to be the whole film in human tornado again we haven't seen it so we don't know but it's almost like you know they found out what worked and maybe they you know you crowd test this sort of thing and the best mm-hmm. parts mm-hmm. in dolomite i mean we're yeah. even cheering at certain parts in dolomite so you just make a whole movie about that fuck the story it doesn't matter anyways right so yeah i would recommend this watch it once be a purist and then go see yeah the rest of them go in order check them all out it's it's fun it's it's a good movie that's right. it well it's dolomite from the saturday night freak show you can reach us at uh, Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Ah, screw that. You don't use email anymore. You use Facebook. Well, hey, guess what? We're on there, too. At free, uh, Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. That's actually where most of our fans speak to us. Because yep. uh, you don't get us get on fans? Twitter. Yeah, Nick. Now we got a couple. Nick. I'm not going to call them out by names. I will, Nick. All right. Hello, Nick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're on Twitter also. At uh, Sat Freak Show is our handle, and you can find all of our past episodes archived on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, PodBay FM, and our very own website at SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. I know what you're thinking right now. You're like, when are we going to get to find out what Tom is going to pick for us next oh, week? I'm drawing shit, this out yeah. longer and longer because we want to kill you with anticipation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next week, I'm going to show you some modern slock. Uh-oh. It's going to be cloudy with the chance of sharks. Ooh. What? Sharknado. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, so wait a second. Before we get into this, how many of us have successfully avoided Sharknado? I have not now? seen Sharknado. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. I've seen it, and I love it. <laughs> love right, it. then. Well, there we go. So oh, that's my wrap-up. I don't have to be here. <laughs> oh, shit. Now, now you know. Brent will not be here next week. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Sharknado on the Saturday Night Freak Show. Until then... Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is, is my game. Oh, Dolomite. You yes, do, Warden. You do know a man by the name of Willie Green, don't you? Some folks say that Willie Green was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen. But I want you to hold on to your feet. Hold on to them tight. Because you now get ready to see the story of me. Yes, me. A badass. Double.